They've got physical appearance issues that are more important to them than ever before in their life and what's trending and what's okay and what's not cool and all of those issues. Then you've got interest in dating. So you've got fertility and sexuality issues that are coming down the pike. You've got way more responsibility on these young adults than ever before. And with that comes anxiety. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Lost Art of Parenting podcast. We are here to help educate, entertain, and encourage you in all things parenting. We want to help you understand what you are doing and why, so you can increase the odds of raising children who are prepared for life while also enjoying your job as a parent and enjoying your children along the way. My name is Jesse Mayer. I'll be your host, and we cannot do this without the mistress of parenting herself, the parenting guru, the mastermind of all things parenting. All things parenting. I was trying to get really clever and I ran out, but she's pretty wonderful anyway. So here is Kim Cross. Thank you so much, Jesse. It's so good to be here, especially today. Today, today, today. What are we talking about? Something fun and exciting and very chill. Light, you know, fun. So light yeah, and sure. refreshing. Uh, we're talking about raising teenagers. I think I left my hair dryer on. I'm a go. <laughs> are you having flashbacks of your flashbacks, teen years? Flashbacks, flashbacks. <laughs> yes. Um, oh my goodness. No, it's 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 a great time, and it. I know it's probably one of the more challenging times as a parent. But it can be so fun and enjoyable if we navigate it well. It really mm. can. And parents will often agree that when we're raising teens, it's, it's a double-edged sword. It's scary and it's exciting at the same time because you're getting your kids to launch out into the real world, total independence, which is really scary. But it's also exciting because hopefully if you've done it well, it means you've done your job. Mm. So looking forward to this. Well, I mean, I, th I think we could probably use a few tips because I think in, in general, we, we love our teens. Like I used to um, direct a show choir um, that was all teens focused. I serve in a high school youth group. Um, some of the interns that work for me are teens. Like I, I deal with teens a lot and I, I tend to really love that age group. I think sure. it's just really cool. But I would say that I don't always understand them, especially now. Um, and I'm not even that like... Compared to some other people in our office, I am not even that far away from having been a teenager compared to where they were back in their teenage days. Very gently said. I'm about so gentle. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. Wow, that was. Um, <laughs> but what I would say is, even with me being closer in age to them, I still don't understand some of the things that they're doing or why they enjoy the things they do or some of the current trends. And so. As a whole, I would say there's probably, I'm only dealing with them for a couple hours a day. I don't even know what parents of full-time teenagers are dealing with, but my guess would be they're probably tired and they probably could use some tips. So will yes. you grace us with some of those tips, I'm going Kim? to do that, yes. <clears throat> Before I do though, I wanna say that parenting and being a teenager or just a child of any age is harder today than ever before. Mm. I remember when I was raising my kids, my mom said to me, I'm sure glad I'm not raising kids today. It's like, mm. great, thanks. But 
it's gotten harder since then. It's not getting easier. It's not getting easier. And teenagers are facing greater challenges than just a generation ago. But parents are dealing with challenges, new things that are coming down the pike, like at a breakneck speed. So mm -hmm. just a few years can make a huge difference. So we're this is a serious topic. It's an exciting time. It's a scary time, but it's a very serious topic about how to launch these kids independently. So I thought we'd start by defining adolescence. Okay. Okay. Another word for teenagers, right? Okay. So there's some obvious ones like hormone changes. Kids grow very quickly. There's body changes. I remember my son kissing him goodnight in junior high school. And the next morning, I swear he was a quarter inch taller. Mm. Right. I mean, it's just the exponential growth sometimes is nuts. Right. Then you've got obviously the emerging independence because they want to do it all by my myself, as my little two-year-old used to say. Mm -hmm. um, they've got they move from concrete thinking to very abstract. So now they're understanding political things. They're understanding sarcasm at a whole nother level. They're understanding very complex. They're wielding concepts. it as a weapon at this point. <laughs> they're so well versed in it. Yes. And that abstract thinking gets them to question everything. Mm. And there are some kids who you can tell them all day long, but they have to go out and experience it firsthand. They'll okay. question, is this really true? Would this really happen? And it has to do with fast cars and drug use and a lot of scary things. So there's that. They've got big identity issues. They're coming into their own. They're starting to become a young adult. So who am I? Who do I identify with? What do I like? What I not like? What do I believe? What I don't believe? What's, what's true? What's my moral compass? Um, there's just so much going on there. And with that comes trying to fit in. Right. Where do I belong and how do I fit in and belong? They've got physical appearance issues that are more important to them than ever before in their life and what's trending and what's okay and what's not cool and all of those issues. Then you've got interest in dating. So you've got fertility and sexuality issues that are coming down the pike. You've got way more responsibility on these young adults than ever before. And with that comes anxiety. Mm. So I've got more freedom, but I have responsibility that comes with that, which leads to some overwhelming feelings and fear and anxiety. And then, of course, you've got those lovely maturity fluctuations and mood swings that come with adolescence. Not that you would ever relate to that at nope, all when you no were No idea. <laughs> no idea. Well, we've defined adolescence. Let's maybe talk about why this particular age group is so tiring and can cause such problems with parents. So let's define some common issues that teens are facing. Right. So my listeners, I'm sure will be nodding their heads to a lot of these things. <clears throat> so you get, you can get some aggressive behavior, particularly in males as testosterone starts to kick in. Mm -hmm. And then combined with that desire for independence and questioning things that will come across as either aggressive or much more assertive than normal. Um, of course, the appearance issues and them trying new things and piercing things and coloring things and tattooing things and wearing things that are a different generational uh, comfort level, mm -hmm. so to speak. Um, you get more arguments and control battles because of that emerging independence. A um, lot of common issues with teens is disrespect. And I, I tread on this carefully because some disrespect, and hear me carefully, some disrespect is actually a little bit normal. 
as they get ready to launch. So that last year in high school, you'll get things from, hear things from kids where you go, wow. I'm not saying to accept disrespect, but your tolerance level has to be lightened a little bit because what they're doing is trying to break away. Mm. As they leave the home, putting you in a different place and making you less important to them uh, often displayed through a little, just again, slight disrespect means it's easier, easier for me to leave. Mm. And it's a way of breaking free. Okay. Okay. Um, You've got cars and driving and all that that entails. Um, Very common issues with them having a, you know, a lot of importance of what they're driving and when and where and how. You've got to decide if you're going to be doing curfews and how often do you still have kids do chores and are they in sports or do they have um, an outside job? So how do you navigate that? You've got drugs and alcohol. You've got uh, friends and the huge pressures of peer pressure, um, morals and values, grades. I mean, I, there's a whole list here. Social media and technology is in and of itself. But these are very common challenges that we deal with as parents of teenagers. And one of the the final ones I had on my list, and it's humorous, but we all deal with it, is teenagers suddenly believe that they know everything and you know nothing. Mm. (laughs) Which we try to entertain in this podcast, but one of the funny things I grew up with, and you don't see it much anymore, but it was a common kind of poster on kids' uh, walls, or or, or rather on parents' oh, what do you want to call them? Bilton boards, dating myself. And it said, teenagers, are you tired of being harassed by your stupid parents? Well, act now. Move out, get a job, pay your own bills while you still know everything. <laughs> Capitalize on all this wealth of knowledge that you have over me and go do it yourself. <laughs> See how that flies. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's a lot of challenges, a lot of issues. They They are um, going to task you as a parent, but we can provide some tips and tricks um, that will help you navigate that better and avoid some of the bigger pitfalls. So I guess what I want to talk about is what's normal levels of behavior, I guess, because it's like, obviously you said you are going to be tasked, you know, at every stage of raising a child, my understanding is you will be tasked, mm-hmm. but teenagers, it's, they're at a point where you feel like you can reason with them, but there's still stuff that is maybe not going to be as reasonable as you'd hope, even with their right. years on this earth yeah. at that point. You've got hormones, you've got mood swings, you've got them trying to figure out who they are and what they're doing. So that comes with the territory of adolescence and hormone changes and, and puberty and all of that. But <clears throat> some of the behaviors that these teens will do is quite bizarre. And I tell parents, some of that is normal. If it's dangerous, not okay. If right. it's not safe, not okay, right? If it's illegal or immoral, not okay. But some of the stuff they do, they're they're testing the waters. They're testing boundaries. They're trying to decide for themselves, again, firsthand experience and knowledge. Do I believe this? Do I want to do this? Do I agree with this? And you will get some biz- some bizarre behaviors. And I tell parents, if it's a one-time event, it's just kind of hit and miss, probably not anything to worry mm. about. If it becomes a pattern that's destructive or dangerous, then we need to deal with it. Right. But some of those behaviors that are really out there are quite normal. Um, some of the other things that are normal is procrastination. It is a an absolute marker for teens. And parents kind of 
freak out about this. My kid used to get right on their homework and they used to do their chores and they used to, you know, do things in a timely manner. And now they're waiting till the last minute. Mm. Some of that is actually normal. These kids are testing. Does it, do I need to be on time? Is that really that important? Can I wait? Or I'm so overwhelmed with so much going on, particularly junior year of high school. It's a big year, a lot of pressure, a lot of deadlines. Can I wait till the last minute and still pull this off? Right. And a lot of kids learn that the hard way in college, right? Doesn't mm-hmm. always work out so well, but they're experimenting with that. Yeah. Um, what else could be normal is kids become, of course, very self-absorbed, self-centered, and very materialistic. Do you remember as a teenager what you wore, what you had, what you drove, certain things that were popular um, became part of your identity and you felt like you needed to have that to fit in? Yeah, give or take. I mean, I grew up pretty poor, so materialism was harder, but I definitely do remember like the things that I did have were really important to me. Yeah. Or if you didn't have it, you felt like I needed it or whatever. Yeah. Right. Right. So some of that is normal. Mm -hmm. Um, Some kids will, what I call rule test and others will rule break. Okay. So some kids maybe more compliant will test the waters, push the limits, maybe not completely break it, but boy, they're going to go right up to the line Mm -hmm. to see where they, where they fall. Right how they feel about that. Other kids will flat out just break the rule to see what happens because they're curious. That's just their personality. They're a little more defiant. So some of that is normal because it's actually a good thing. I tell parents, if your kids are pushing boundaries, breaking limits, breaking things that you normally would have an understanding that they agree with, or it's part of their value system or their morality, Mm -hmm. that's okay if they're going to do it as a minor in your home versus when they're now an adult and they're independent. Right. The price tag is much smaller if they're under your roof and they're 16 yep. than they're 19 and they're out on their own. Yep. It's a misdemeanor versus a felony. There's a lot of There's a lot of things. A lot of things with that. And then this the last one that is quote normal is teens will start to want to stay up late. And parents are often asking me, why is that? Number one, they they are in high school, dealing with so much social pressure, social media, homework, uh, all the expectations that go with you know, school and grades and maybe college prep or wherever they're going, they're surrounded by people and media all the time. Mm. Their bedroom is their sanctuary where they can be quiet, alone, think, have privacy, and just be. And sometimes they stay up late just to enjoy that quietness and that alone time. I can, I can relate to that. you relate to that? Yeah, just a little bit. (laughs) So that wanting more privacy, wanting more to stay up late and have some alone time and feel like it's their own little world is, is normal. Absolutely. Well, I think it's just really important as we're kind of wrapping up that People understand that, you know, we could talk for hours about teenagers and what's hard and what's normal versus unnormal versus what should be panicking you and what shouldn't be. But I think it's just really important. And and I encourage you guys to make an appointment with Kim. If you are struggling to figure out how to best parent and, and raise your teenager, if that, if that age group, like for me, middle schoolers don't make sense. Like I don't get it. God bless. (laughs) 
Steve Botsford, the youth pastor here at Foothills Christian Church, because he loves middle school age group. And I'm like, I don't understand how to deal with this age group. And you just said something very poignant. People either love that age group or they really don't connect with them. Right. And so if you are struggling to figure out how to do that or you're having issues with your teenager, make an appointment with Kim at RethinkParenting.com. Things that um, you need to know, like what else is normal and what isn't. Skills for saying no less often, but still getting the results you want. Because just constantly saying no can sometimes be more detrimental than just working with them on on figuring out why and how, right? Skills for maintaining the respect in the home. There's going to be some disrespect, but it doesn't need to spin out of control. Um, Skills for getting your teen to help around the house so that they are an asset to your family, not a detriment to the family. (laughs) Not living in a five-star hotel with a maid and a chef. (laughs) or a slob. (laughs) Um, uh, Skills for navigating grades and homework for areas where you have to maintain control in their life, areas of control where you need to let go, which can be really hard, and how and why to do that, skills for better communication, specifics of do's and don'ts, and then skills for teaching independence with responsibility. So uh, make sure you make an appointment with Kim. Even if you feel like you're connecting super well with your teenager and everything's going okay, your time with Kim, an hour can really make or break uh, revelations that you maybe would have to go through a very hard process to just discover. So spend some time with Kim and learn something about how you can better raise your teenager. Even if you feel like everything's perfect, I am the best parent ever and everything's going smoothly. Sometimes just having a objective observer from the outside can go, oh, well, you are doing really well, but maybe try a couple more things and then we can go from really well to really, really, really well. You can add another really on your parenting (laughs) grade card. Well, yeah. And I, you know, there's so many things I want to teach parents of teens because it is a critical time. And, and I created a list today and I'm just going to run through it really quickly. So this may resonate with some, some folks. You mentioned one of the things, which is what are the four areas of control you must maintain in your house? Mm. There's other things you can let go of because you're you're teaching independence. You're letting the leash out, so to speak. Right. But there are four areas you have to have control over. It's not going to go well. So I can share that with you. I can teach you how to be both a loving and a powerful parent. You. This is where the toddlers and the teens are connected. Those are two areas where that's emerging independence. I'm, I'm, I wonder why, I know that there's a group called Mothers of Preschooler Mops. Why is there not like a support group for mothers of teenagers? I feel like that is a much more vulnerable population, if I'm being really honest. That's actually happening, but we can't talk about it on this podcast. Okay. <laughs> um, how and why the relationship has to be first, even before behavior, because you have to look into the big picture. Once they, once they launch, that good, healthy relationship that's loving and respectful will come back later to either help you or hurt you. So that relationship has to stay good. Knowing what your values are and then living them, in other words, role modeling is gonna be a huge key. I can help parents with that. How to manage your anger. You're going to be angry at your team. There are gonna be things that they do or they say where you need to manage that anger or delay and or delay that consequence. So that's gonna be a key skill to know. How to keep communication open and honest and ongoing. Why parents need to listen more and how to respond to shocking comments or behaviors. It's coming, folks. Mm, It's coming. You will be shocked. You will be shocked at some of their life choices. 
why empathy is such a powerful tool and how we do not use it often enough and how teens use that and need that more than ever before. And then again, of course, the, the main one is how to be a loving and respectful relationship between you and your teens. And we say it in our intro every time. I want your kids to be, want you as parents to love your job, but I want your kids to want to be with you even when they don't have to be. Mm. That is the key. You're going to launch a young adult into the world, period. Most of their life will be spent as an adult, right? right? We are only parents of kids for 18 years. You've got decades ahead of you. So we want that to be positive and healthy and rewarding. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Kim, for sharing so much with us. I know that um, for some parents that are going to listen to this, this is going to be a huge, huge revelation of things that maybe they've been feeling but don't know how to put into words or, or hadn't thought of or hadn't thought of <laughs> as they have little ones that are maybe getting closer to those teenage years. So thank you so much for sharing with us. And we'll see you next time here on The Lost Art of Parenting. Thank you.